I have said so many times, I'm so jealous of people who are just starting out right now who have so much at their fingertips because I did not, like YouTube was barely starting when I started taking pictures. I literally started with a correspondence course from New York Art Institute. <laughs> that is a correspondence. So they had to mail me packets that I had to read, fill things out and do projects and send them back. That was how I did my first education. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> what year was that? Do you mind me asking that? No, that was 2010. 2010? Yep. Yeah. It doesn't seem Things like that long changed. ago, but uh, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Light and Dark Podcast, where you can grow your community, build your business, and have fun doing it. I'm Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield. We are two wedding photographers forging our way in these sometimes lonely places of the entrepreneurial world, looking for a way to create community and a feeling of belonging. Deciding to join forces, we began our journey to teach a workshop that was inclusive of our very different yet equally creative styles, leading to the undertaking of the Light and Dark Workshop. Wanting to help more creatives than we could face-to-face, we decided to take our collective experience and start a podcast. And here we are today. If you're a creative entrepreneur looking for community and education, you've come to the right place. So grab a cup of coffee. Or a Red Bull. And buckle up for today's episode. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We would love it if you would take just a few seconds and click over to the library on your podcast app. The iTunes app actually would be the one to use and go over to shows, scroll down till you get to our podcast, Light and Dark Photography Podcast, and then scroll to the bottom of that and you can see where it says ratings and reviews. If you wouldn't mind taking just a few seconds to write a little review for us and, you know, maybe hit that five star. Um, That would mean the world to us. Thank you so much. And we hope you enjoy this episode. We're recording another podcast. That's what we do here. (laughs) And we have our friend Allison here. Um, And this is going to be fun. We've been just like chatting for 30 minutes before before going live. We're just like going into all the, uh, the celebrity couples and all the Television. All the TV shows that we love <laughs> and that we are fanatics of, um, which if you're watching live, you can see, uh, maybe let's not tell people, but if you can guess what show, oh no, you can show your shirt. Uh, but if you, if you can guess what show, uh, <laughs> Allison's shirt is from, uh, we'll give you a thumbs up or something. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so today we're talking about continuing education. We're going to be um, discussing like workshops and conferences and um, all the ways that you can, you know, online courses, all the stuff to like continue growing in uh, in your craft and in your business. And um, Allison has taken a few. She took our workshop um, as well uh, last year, 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was almost a year ago. Wow. That Crazy. Was, was, yeah. It's, the world was it, a little different then. The yeah. world was a little different then. Yeah. A little we, bit. Uh, we met in person. So that was, that was uh, different. But, yeah. but yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And um, Allison is based uh, near us in the College Station, Texas area. Um, and she is a photographer and a fanatic of as we will get into it later, I'm sure, um, because we we love the same kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, she, uh, so her business is a, or wait, no, your Instagram is a Bolin. Your business name is Allison Bolin Photography. Uh, so there you go. You can go ahead and start following her because I just yeah. told you her Instagram. <laughs> but uh, Allison, welcome. Hello. This is interesting. I'm nervous now. It's cool. You're, because because we have people watching us? Yeah, because it says live on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alyssa, Alyssa already won. Uh, she said she said hi, friends, and then she was like, Parks and Rec. So, uh, Alyssa, congratulations. I will give you a thumbs up on that comment. <laughs> you win. <laughs> you win my love and affection. Yes. Yep. Yep. And if you're listening to this on the podcast and cannot see, um, Allison is wearing a, a uh, shirt, which is awesome. And I, I really need to get one. But I feel did you explain? I, I identified is? a lot. What you, did you explain? What the shirt is? You just said no. wearing a shirt for those yeah, a, a little. A, a little Sebastian shirt. Oh, I didn't hear the little Sebastian part. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said she's wearing a shirt. <laughs> yeah. I met little Sebastian at the Pawnee Harvest Festival with little Sebastian on it. Yes. Yeah, that was great. I, I felt very much like Ben where I didn't understand what the hype was with little Sebastian. And I was like, no, I'm totally with Ben. I'm like, what am I missing? <laughs> Uh, but uh even now like sure. even after <laughs> after the whole like the finale and all that I'm still like yeah I don't I don't get little Sebastian but I um, love a pony right cool they're like tiny horses yeah exactly tiny horses yeah yeah one it's stepped like on my foot when horses. I was seven so it's probably so you don't have the same name for it as the I do, yeah no. i think it's like a, a subconscious thing mm -hmm. where i just feel that pain uh anytime right. that i see a pony um <laughs> but anyway um so allison tell us a little bit about you um where you based what you love doing what you love uh taking photos of sure um hi hello i'm allison as already stated a million times. Um, <laughs> um, I am based in Bryan College Station, but I go kind of wherever in Texas life takes me. Um, I'm originally from the Dallas area. Um, we're currently in College Station um, because my husband's in vet school. Um, so that's cool. He's finishing up his fourth year and he'll graduate in May, which will be cool. Um, and I will have a full doggy doctor in my house, which is great. Uh, cause I don't have to worry about my dog dying ever. Um, <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, I do have a dog. His name is Sarge. He's super cute. That wasn't involved in the questions you asked me, but, uh, 
That's okay. Fur babies are important. It's totally relevant. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I mainly do, um, senior photography. So like graduation, uh, high school or college, but generally just more college because we live right next to A&M yep. and, um, weddings as well. I've been getting into weddings the past year or so, and it's been really fun. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I do. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, and uh, it's it's been it's been fun. So we met um, at or no, I guess we met you before our. We workshops. met at one of the happy hours at the yeah. 7 F. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You came out to our happy hour that we were hosting out there and doing like a free headshot day. Yeah, Amanda, uh, our friend Amanda said, you need to meet Allison and introduce Yeah, I I was like, are you there? Because I don't want to not know anyone. And she's like, please come. (laughs) So I did. And it was great. I'm so glad. Lovely. Yeah. And and now we are all friends. And it's it's awesome. Yay. Like friends. We do like friends. (laughs) Friends are the best. Friends are fun. It's another TV show that we all love. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, education and stuff. Workshops, conferences, all the things. Uh, so for like for myself, I, I feel like they I, I am very much a, a hands-on learner. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. So, so workshops work really well for me. I've been to a few conferences uh, where it was just like, you know, 10 different lectures over a couple of days and I took a ton of notes, but I didn't always like go over those notes afterwards. Um, So is there like for you, Allison, is there a certain, are you like more hands-on or are you more like, just like give me a lecture or something and I can, I can learn from just listening. Um, I guess it kind of depends. So I've done a whole, I have done literally everything, probably (laughs) not everything. I've done a lot. Um, I think when I was first starting out, I started out with a bunch of, um, free webinars. There are several different photographers that offer just kind of like free one hour ones that go over lighting or their workflow or, Mm. um, things kind of like that just to kind of learn, more basic stuff, I guess. Um, and to kind of like teach myself manual mode, things like that. I, I like looked up a bunch of YouTube videos to figure out what the heck was going on with my camera. Um, cause sometimes I'd be like, what is this? Um, and so I'd be like YouTubing, like, what is my camera doing when this happens? Um, which, Hey, YouTube has a lot of great resources, which are, so that's cool. It really does. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've learned a ton with figuring out also, like I couldn't, uh, I got one of my first cameras, I was trying to figure out how to put a uh, back button focus on it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I couldn't get it. It kept, it would like, it would focus, but then it would also focus with the, the shutter release. Oh, no. And I just, you know, went over to, to YouTube and I was like, why is my, how do I get it to stop doing this? And there was a, a, a video with almost the exact title that I just put in there. I was like, Oh, all right, cool. This yeah. is something other people have a problem with. 
Oh no, I still reference YouTube when I have to do anything in Photoshop. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. How do I oh yeah. Oh yeah, this? totally. <clears throat> totally. How do I take this out? Mm-hmm. I, I I have said so many times, I'm so jealous of people who are just starting out right now who have so much at their fingertips because I did not, like YouTube was barely starting when I started taking pictures. I literally started with a correspondence course from New York Art Institute. <laughs> that is a correspondence. <laughs> so they had to mail me packets that I had to read, Aww. fill things out and do projects and send them back. That was how I did my first education. <laughs> Not kidding. What year was that? Do you mind me asking that? No, that was 2010. 2010? Yep. Yeah. It doesn't seem things like that long changed. ago, but uh, yeah. yeah, things have dramatically YouTube wasn't a, YouTube had started. like just, it yeah. Was it was like maybe four? I think so, because I think YouTube started around the same time as like Facebook did. It was. It started because the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake debacle. Mm, really? That was the first YouTube video. It was, I think, one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have no idea what year that was. I YouTube just remember my grandpa was the only one watching it. <laughs> <laughs> And he was just like, what? What's going on? And everyone ran back in there and he was like, oh, this thing is happening on the football. There's a bosom on the television. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, so YouTube at the time was literally just like, you know, fun, funny, like cat videos and you know just little stuff like that it wasn't people didn't have like these massive followings and put out all this education and all that stuff so like it's crazy how much you can learn and like oh my gosh if you look back at some of my first pictures and now like my friends they're like oh these are the first pictures i took and i'm like no you don't yeah (laughs) it took me like five years oh yeah yeah (laughs) well it's even changed since i started so i guess i kind of I just started playing around with the camera, um, I think in 2014, maybe 2015. Um, but when I decided to like start taking, I guess, clients, it was 2017. Um, but even then it was pretty different. So like yeah. a lot, like a lot more courses and options and educators have come up since then, which is yeah. really cool. So there's a little something for everybody now, which I think is great. Instead yeah, of it being like either learn from this one person or you don't. Yeah, yep. I think even when it started, like education started becoming a little bit of a thing, it was still like um, you took courses through like the PPA or your local, um, you know, chapter of the PPA would have people come in and talk about different things. And then mm-hmm. just, if you don't know the Professional Photographers of America. Um, and then there, then, then a few people started, um, oh yeah, Alyssa says she started in 2015 and used Periscope for education a ton. I forgot about Periscope. Wow. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Periscope. Me too. Jasmine Starr, you know, she was yeah. a trailblazer in education. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, then, then people like that whole, you know, crew of, you know, Amy and Jordan and Caitlin James and, you know, all of that, that crew, um, you know, uh, Matt Kennedy and, um, all of them. So, you know, we've had a few trailblazers and then everybody just started like opening it up and being like, Hey, you know what? 
I'm not going to just hide what I have. Let me share what I know to the newbies, you know? So I think that's been really helpful for our industry too. And I think it's created a space where, you know, there's a million people who get married every day and, and, or need senior pictures or newborn pictures or whatever. And having that information out there so that we're able to provide quality service, I think is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is great that people aren't like hiding all the secrets anymore. Yeah. Cause it it felt like that. uh, Cause I, I got my camera in 2008 and then didn't really start taking on clients till 2010. And, um, and around that time, anyone that I would ask, for any sort of like help with this or like, you know, what ISO should I shoot at outside? Like, I don't know. And um, yeah, mine was stuck. Like I just kept my ISO at 1600 um, on an old, like uh, Nikon D90. So that was grainy. It was, yeah. yeah, I remember uh, when the D90 came out and I really wanted it so bad, but mm -hmm. I had the we, I was, uh, I was actually in high school, uh, cause my brother and I had started a, uh, t-shirt screen printing business and we were like, we really need a camera to take photos of things for inspiration for designs. So we used the business's money to buy the D90 nice. and then, uh, yeah. And, and then after we ended up selling the business later we just kept the camera and (laughs) then i was like hey i think i'm gonna start taking photos of people you cool if i have this and he was just like yeah sure whatever and look now you're both photographers yeah now we're both photographers small small world that both of us would become photographers (laughs) i don't know does small world work that way we're brothers no i don't think it does yeah um well, but, we both yeah. went on different journeys. We did. Very different. Yeah, yeah very we different. We built guitars for yes. a decade before going into film, photography. You know? And he, he shoots film. like yeah. street photography, you know, a little different than mm-hmm. weddings and families. So, yeah. A little I bit, mean, a little bit different. Too, but, yeah. 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 Same, same world, different, uh, different areas of it. Yeah. But, totally. So Allison, you, you started around 2015. What was like, what was something that was, was there something that kind of pushed you into photography? Was there a reason that you were like, I'm going to buy a camera. I'm going to start doing this and taking pictures of people. Um, so I think, Ooh, okay. I got my, first so growing up I had always loved taking pictures when I was like two or three or four I had one of those Barbie Polaroid cameras that came with like the really long strip and like super tiny photo uh-huh. um and I oh, I blew my parents money uh <laughs> <with> <laughs> that um but I thought it was so cool um I think I got my first digital camera when I was um I think maybe like nine or 10, um, for my birthday. And I loved it. I would take it everywhere. I'd take it to school. I'd get in trouble at school cause I was taking pictures of everything. <laughs> um, and like of my friends and I just really loved it. Um, and then I started experience, there was a free, um, I think it still exists. I'm not sure. Um, but there was a free program called Picasa. Have either of oh, y'all oh, heard yeah. of that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I was like, ooh, let's saturate this. Let's add some contrast. I think yeah. I, just, I edited on that from way back when. When when uh, Betty was like a baby, you know? <laughs> Bring out that yeah. red hair, you know? Needed that, oh. that saturation up to make sure that red hair real stuck out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and so I got, I got like really into that, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And so like through middle school and high school, I always just kind of had like just like a more like a handheld like put in your pocket kind of digital camera yeah um but I was always the person who had a camera who was going places like taking pictures of things like I was just kind of that person um and then I got to college and I all of a sudden had some money that I could like do with whatever I wanted. Um, and Amazon became a lovely, beautiful part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a prime member since 2013. It's been great. Um, <laughs> but there was a, not a icon. Lot, I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Would love um, um, around my birth, my, I think it was my, either my 19th or 20th birthday. I'm not sure. Um, but there was a like D 3100 on sale for like maybe 200 bucks. And I had been begging and begging my parents for like a DSLR. Um, but they were always like, you know, it's expensive. We don't know how you're going to actually take care of it or handle it. So we'd rather not spend that money on it unless you're going to actually take care of it because, you know, to be fair, I wasn't always the best sure. with electronic. Um, cause you know, I was 17 and dumb. Yeah. Um, so then, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy this for myself. So I did. And, um, I was in an organiz like a pretty large organization throughout college and, um, people had, uh, I guess like family lines. So they had like bigs and littles, you know, a pretty standard kind of thing. And they were like, Oh, I want to take pictures with my whole family line. So we would, you know, go on campus and they'd get all dressed up and I would just kind of take pictures of them for fun and they would pay me didn't like pay me through dinner yeah and I was like heck yeah free food this is fun for me let's do it um and then that kind of turned into like hey well I'm graduating um and I was like oh I could I could probably take some nice pictures of you I got a cool camera it works let's do it um and then it just kind of turned into like more people asking me and then I was like I really like this why not see if I can make some side money off of it mm. and then it just kind of grew from there so yeah it was just kind of I always like taking pictures of things and people and weird stuff so like why not see what happens and here I am Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of us kind of start as kids. Like we're, we'll just pick up a parent's camera or have like a little Barbie Polaroid something and just like kind of fall in love that way. Yep. Um, I, I don't remember ever having anything like as a kid kid, um, yeah. like around 10 or 11 um, I, the only thing that I wanted for my birthday was a camera yeah. and I wanted this is a point and shoot, but it had like a, a big lens that like had the whole zoom oh, yeah, action uh -huh. and it was like 10 times optical zoom, oh, yeah. but then it would go to 54 time digital zoom. And was it so like it 10 was... megapixels and it was like, no. 
No, it was four. <laughs> and it was cream of the crop. Better. Yeah. I think my I was first like, one was what? like this is amazing. Ten, and I thought it was everything. I loved my first point and shoot. It was like yeah. a little crappy Kodak camera, yeah. and I loved. Yeah, that thing. I remember having one of those. I was always yeah. the kid who had the um, disposable cameras because digital cameras when I was in high school were yes <laughs> they were uh quite expensive when I was in high school and not like it was like my my dad had one you know but like I wasn't about to be able to own one <laughs> but but yeah. I I had a disposable camera every time we went out and with every time I went out with my friends I still have pictures from high school that I'll like randomly find my old photo album and like take a picture of it with my phone and send it to my girlfriends and be like I remember that night <laughs> so you know yeah yeah everyone thought I was very antisocial back then because I was always the guy with the camera and I was like documenting all the parties and documenting just like random random stuff like we used to just go to cemeteries and walk around because um, you know I grew up in a small town it was like 5,000 people there's not much to do we had a Walmart not even a, a like a super center Walmart oh you had like the little town Walmart the little town Walmart mm. we did not have any sort of food you could not get popcorn there and and it closed at like nine o'clock so uh, <laughs> yeah when I was in high school they built the super center that had the food court mm-hmm. and was open 24 seven. And it was just, it was crazy. Uh, yeah. I remember when Target was, I think there was a target built by my house when I turned 14 or 15 and I uh, walked uh. to that sucker every day. <laughs> I was like, I'm going at target. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't start going to target till college because we didn't have one. <laughs> It was, it was at least an hour drive to the nearest target. Oh, that's a tragedy. I know. Yeah. And it's still that way. There's no target uh, where I grew up. I think uh, that I could not handle that. That's no. Yeah. Not, yeah. That's don't, atrocious. Don't I move to Rockdale. So. <laughs> nope. Nope. Hey, y'all. Quick break to share with you someone that I use every single week in my business, and that is ShipStation their web-based shipping app that makes shipping your products and prints super easy. And they offer integration for your e-commerce site so you can automatically create printing labels as soon as your customer purchases, which is pretty awesome. Your membership also comes with a free stamps.com account, making it even more valuable. You can print labels and ship directly from your doorstep. No more dealing with lines at the post office or trying to figure out those kiosks. Now you can easily spoil your clients with welcome gifts, send out print orders, and deliver those beautiful albums that they will love forever. So head on over to lightdarkco.com slash shipstation for your free 30-day trial. That's lightdarkco.com slash shipstation and get ship done. So, okay, Allison, I don't know, remember when you rebranded your website. I feel like it was last year or something, Um, but I don't know. Time is a construct now, and I have no idea what year it is. Yeah. Um, But I remember. Probably what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember whenever 
you launched your website and you're like, hey, everyone go check this out. And I went to your website and I got really angry because I was like, she has the best quote on page because you have the April Ludgate quote about the whole um, time is money money is power power is pizza pizza is knowledge yes yeah i was like why didn't i think about putting that on my like i want that on my pricing page but i can't do that now because i'm just stealing it but yeah but it like it totally ties in with your personality and like the things that you love and um you know i would assume that that you get a lot of the same uh like like-minded people where they're they're just like oh i love parks and rec i i understand that um and and it also wouldn't be like something so um i don't know like brash or whatever i don't know if that's the right word where someone would read it and just be like oh no she's not for me i'm gonna move on um but it's, I don't know, it was, it was a really good touch. I liked it. Thank um, you. I also didn't like it because it wasn't <laughs> on my website. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's, um, I, I love those uh, kind of deep cut quotes because it's not a, um, I don't know. It's not a uh, well it's, it's not a, like, a, quote. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's like, not like the it's well known, but it's not super obvious. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not like the Michael Scott uh you know, you miss hundred okay. percent yeah. of the shots that you don't take. Uh-huh. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Because yeah. <laughs> pretty much everyone knows that one, even if you're not an office fan, you've seen the memes or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I remember seeing that. Is that still on your website? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I want to say yes. Sounds like it's on there because if it's not, I'm putting it on my Right, yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, by the time this podcast airs, I'll... <laughs> Let me pull up your... Yeah. I. Yeah, it's ooh, on there. Yeah, I, I took a good uh, six months to redo my website. Yeah, but uh, hey, probably longer. it takes a while to get it right, you know? Because I would mm-hmm. just, I would get almost a full website built and then I would like look through it and click on things and I was like, nah, I don't like this and scrap it, the whole thing, <laughs> and just start over again. Oh, uh, I and then I go how many times I've redesigned my website, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I got to the point around like February, I think, when I was like, look, I gotta just publish this thing because it was getting ridiculous so it's like okay you're not gonna redo it again (laughs) yet you're just put it out there Mm -hmm. but i i mean i am redoing it again so you know i just i'll take my time there at least you have something there yeah because before it was just like coming soon for a long time and i was like allison get it it was a construction page for four months because my other website was just really ugly and well, I didn't have your, your personality on it. I love your website right now. I love all the colors and um, your branding is really awesome. I love it. So you. Yeah, I love color. I didn't want it to be like, there are just a lot of websites that don't have a lot of color, which like, you yeah. know, to each their own and that's their branding and stuff. Yeah. I, I was just like, I have a lot of color in my pictures. So therefore I want a lot of colors. Oh, and it fits your personality well mm-hmm. too. So I think it's perfect for you. 
it kind of makes yes, me feel like a, like a, like a, um, oh gosh, what's her name? Um, crap. Uh, now I'm going to forget. Just forget. Keep moving on. Keep yeah. that up. I, it's exactly <laughs> her, the, the person that you're thinking of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, the, Do you know the what name... I'm thinking of? You know what I'm thinking? I of. don't, but I'm you don't? Are you sure? with you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Describe them. From it's so um, Adam Mason just had her on his podcast recently, like right before we had him on the podcast. Um, and okay. she's young and she, her like uh, she does like Instagram uh, education. It's like 10 bucks a month to do her like education. And oh, I uh, am a subscriber, um, so I should know <laughs> But yeah, uh, Rachel Viola. Yes, Rebecca. Or not Viola. Rachel. Rebecca. Rebecca Viola. Viola. Yes, it reminds right. me of her because hers is very colorful and like bright mm. and like sunshiny that kind of thing. But yours is like a like a muted of that, like like more muted tones. Yeah. You know I mean? Like because yours is like you know turquoises and yellows and but it's still like colorful. It's still me, baby. No, I love it. It's great. It goes well with your red hair too. The colors. Thank you. The the colors do have to go good with my hair. I personally wouldn't wear orange or yellow, but like they Mm. look good around me. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As long as they go with the hair, that's what really matters. That is what really matters. It's true. Yep. (laughs) I've been shopping with you. I know how that works. (laughs) I'm usually in black. So I'm like, what colors would go well with me? I don't know. Black Um, and black? Black and black. Black and, like, and matte black. Ooh, here's here's a fun Parks and Rec deep cut for you. When uh, Tom and John Ralphio are asking, I think it's Ron, they're like, which black do you like? And they have six, like on a little... Uh-huh. Yeah, like they're all the same and they're like no they're not and they go through every deep like different <laughs> black that is you yes okay. yep like That's, noir onyx uh-huh yep what else? it's like the the jet black and then this is like dark charcoal and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh man john john ralphio is my favorite uh, i love the Schwartz. <laughs> the worst the absolute worst <laughs> yeah he's fantastic okay so what's um what is something i mean from any workshop conference course something that you've taken that um like what is one thing that really changed your business or your outlook or um like let you uh, I mean, if you if you weren't already like showing your personality on your website, that kind of pushed you in that way uh, to do that. What is something from one of those things? Good question. I'm trying to think. Honestly, I think a big part of it kind of was that people care about your relationship, like uh, your personality and how that will reflect in your relationship with people. Um, mm-hmm. I think because when I started, like I knew, I guess like I knew I had seen because I had just gotten married around the time I was like, oh, maybe I should just take senior photos for like a few clients and just kind of do it for fun on the side. Um, and so like I knew her personality was kind of in her branding. Um, and I think there was a few um 
webinars that I was listening to where they were like, you know, talk in your voice and um, just try to like be yourself, put yourself out there. Um, and so I went from being more just kind of like, I guess like not necessarily formal, but it's more just kind of, you know, oh, here is what I offer and I mm -hmm. like to do this and this would look nice over here and instead of talking kind of like that and more like me, I think has helped a lot. Um, I'm trying to think what else um, specific wise. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think just honestly, like learning from so many different people, um, like you guys, I learned a lot of like, um, I think I learned more from you guys, like how you shoot and why you shoot in certain ways or like things like that. Um, mm -hmm. and then from other people, I would learn like why they do certain things on the back end of their business a certain way. So I could take like little pieces of each person that I'm like, Oh, that's that one thing is really smart. Um, I remember there was a few local photographers in Houston that hosted a workshop that I went to, um, about a year and a half ago and they kind of explained their Lightroom workflow. And I was like, Oh my God, that's going to revolutionize how fast I can edit because it was taking me so long to organize pictures. And I didn't know that you could just like, like, I didn't know you could call in Lightroom. So once she showed me that I was like, I don't have to sit here and like, choose to delete every picture while I'm going through it. I can just go click, mm -hmm. click, click. You know, that was a big thing for me. Um, yeah. And I think just also, um, trial and error with, uh, presets. Cause I bought a lot that don't look good <laughs> and I do not use, yeah. um, just to kind of like play around and see like what I like and what my style is. Um, and I think I, I think, I mean, I'm still kind of feeling that out, but I think, um, like kind of fig taking time to figure that out and being okay with things, not, um, like always looking the same or being like, Oh, okay, well I don't like this lighting situation. So maybe I'll try this a different way. Next time. Um, I think that's really helpful to me too. So I, I don't know. I've learned a lot from a heck of a lot of people. So I think, I just like, I think it's really cool that I can just take like little bits of things that I learn from people and implement it kind of in my own like personality way that makes mm -hmm. sense for me. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, so I, one of the Patreons that I subscribe to is uh, Jason Benson and, um, and he talks a lot about um, like the way to find your style and what you're loving is to look at uh, like five photographers that you really, really love and you love their work and you want to look like that. Like you want your photos to look like this and then take one aspect of each different one. And it could be like the, the off camera flash that, you know, uh, like, like Jason Vincent uses amazing off-camera flash, uh, and like uses um, the he's he's one of my five, um, where like his um, he can shoot natural light in a way that um, 
that is it's crazy and it looks like off-camera flash or it looks very different than just like this is light coming in from a window yeah. uh, and uh and and like that but then um like uh fervoristi is another one of my five where uh his uh, his uh his intentionality and like the humanity that he captures in his photos is something that I strive for. Um, but his style is very different than mine and it's a little bit more, uh, kind of like, uh, I know art, not artistic cause we're all artistic, but, um, but it's a, a little bit more, uh, like where people are like looking off in the distance and not like looking at the camera. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I was thinking of that whenever you were talking about like taking little bits from different, you know, different workshops uh, where you you really get a lot of the the back end business from one, and then you get uh, you know posing um, from another one, and because uh, because that's the same for me. I've taken a lot of different courses. Um, I mean, I've taken a lot since. Uh, this quarantine started and uh, I've, I've taken so many online courses and workshops and Patreon. Like I've, I, I wasn't even on Patreon before this and now I've got a few that I subscribe to and uh, yeah, I'm just like taking in all the things and, um, and yeah, it's like everyone has a different thing that, uh, like maybe they're they're really good at a lot of different things, but for me, I'm seeing oh, they're really great at like directing their couples, yes, to where like they're posing in a way that they look natural, and they're not doing like the whole like penguin pose all the time where they're just like turn to each other and put your foreheads against each other, and yeah. like they're Make like going experience versus just like okay now right. stay here and do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it gives more feeling, uh, I feel, whenever it's ever, they're not just, like, standing there still. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, that's, that's cool, because um, there's not, like, one, like, a one-stop shop uh, yeah. for, for everything. And if you go to one person or one place to get everything, um, you, start to, you start to look like yeah. them. Um, cause I did that for a while and, uh, like probably 2015, um, that was, you know, I was, I was a few years into the business and that was when I first, uh, I first started seeing other, um, educators and I had never really heard of Caitlin James or Jasmine Starr or Jenna Kutcher or any of these people. And, um, I don't, uh, maybe it was Instagram that like kind of started, uh, showing Honestly, those. Yeah. That's where no I found a lot of people. Cause they, that's where they would, you know, like Facebook and Instagram, I think. Cause that's mm, where yeah. I would see the ads for like, Oh, free hour, you know, free hour Instagram where we're talking right. about lighting or, you know, something like that. And I was like, Oh, Oh, like there is more to this than just taking photos. Like, Oh, I do need to care about my business and Oh, 
perhaps I should make it legal. Um, you know, like <laughs> just like even simple things like that, that I didn't think of before. Um, I, I guess like I decided to be a business. I, I didn't really think of it being more than just like having a website and showing up and doing the thing. And it's quite mm-hmm. a bit more than that. Yeah. Um, so I think just kind of like learning from several different people and implementing what you think is best for your web or your business is just kind of the best way to go about it. Like I've done in-person web shop or ugh, in-person workshops and online, you know, like subscription based, like they have a bunch of videos and you can watch them a billion times or mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the online webinars, um, doing styled shoots is another different thing. Like I've just learned from several different avenues. Um, so I think it's fun to just kind of like, be like, Oh, you like, Oh, like I had never, I think, um, Caitlin James was the first person to like really give me the name to a thing for foreground. Like I had just never thought of it being a Like I knew it existed, but like Mm -hmm. I didn't have the word in my brain to like actively think about it. And then she mentioned it and I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's that's what I want. I see. So then I can actively like kind of look for an opportunity for that when I shoot or something like that to kind of give like more dimension to my photos and things. So I think like just being able to take even like a little something from someone is like really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I don't remember who it was um, or I'd give them credit, but whoever it was uh, it's, I, I may still follow them on Instagram, but I was just going through Instagram stories one day and some photographer, she was just going through, um, through her Lightroom and she was talking about, uh, how she edits and she was like, you know, I like to have really warm photos and some people use the temperature gauge, but that like, like changes the warmth of the entire photo. Mm-hmm. And then she like dropped down to the, the color sliders and she was like, you can just like bump up the orange or the yellow over here, depending on skin tones and what time of day. And it'll, it'll like warm up the colors, the photo without going like completely 100% changing the greens to kind of like an orangey green. And, and that, and I was like, what? I got to try this. And I started doing that and I was like, Oh, I'm never touching the temperature gauge again. Like I'm just going to just go with, with my, my white balance that I shot and then I can tweak down here. And it was, it was a game changer and, and changed a lot of, my my workflow because i would try and get that temperature and then i'm like oh well now like i've got too much greens on here i gotta bump the magenta and i was like going all around and then i would see the photo later after i had exported it i'm like it doesn't look good i gotta i gotta redo this Uh, but yeah, (laughs) yeah 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 and there were there's so many of those things where um just randomly either on Instagram or, you know, on some, some course that I got for like business, but then they talk a little bit about posing or something like that, uh, that I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I never thought about it. Like, like that kind of like the foreground thing. Like I, I never thought about composing. Well, I knew the rule of thirds and 
Yeah, like, like I would just kind of think, that. like, get him towards the middle, and that looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I like symmetry, so I'll just put him in the middle, and I've got, like, a tree on each side, and we're good. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I'll put him on this third, and then this is just blank space, which that, it it does look good, too, but, like, um, I I never learned framing a subject until I took an online course um, and I don't remember who it was uh, because I've taken a ton and so many, so many courses talk about that, but uh, they talked about like framing your subject in uh, like looking at the background and I never looked at the background for like the first couple years of, of running my business. I was just like, Oh, it's wherever I put my subjects in this photo. Like I can put them here and then that'll look good. But then, you know, yeah. they've got a tree branch growing out of their ear or yeah. the horizons, you know, going straight through their head. And, okay. and it's not a bad photo, but compositionally it could better. be better. Mm-hmm. And then just like moving that to where the horizon line is above them or like below their shoulders, it just like, it was like, oh, that's like a wow photo now. Like, okay, this is crazy. Just that little adjustment and that kind of mindset. And now, man, I just, I'm always like squaring up when I'm talking to people or like just just looking at things and like my, my water sitting on coffee and I'm like moving to where it's framed under the lamp in the corner or something and just like i'm not taking a photo i'm just like that's the way that my brain works now because it's been trained yeah Uh, but i never would have known like like things that i wouldn't have looked for even like six months a year ago now i can like automatically recognize them because i'm like oh remember this or like oh like this this doesn't look right and i can fix it a lot quicker and so i don't Mm. have to either like fix it in post or have to like be like scrapping a photo that could have been really awesome except for this one little thing you know which is super helpful i had a lot of those as soon as someone told me I, I don't remember where I heard it either, but as soon as I heard about the like tree branches coming out of a head or like a pole coming out of someone's head, I yeah. started looking through my pictures to try to find that. And I found it all over the place and I was so bad. Oh, yeah. yep. I was like, Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I do that yeah. with a century tree a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a difficult one. Tree. I've got like two angles that I shoot the century tree. <laughs> like we're going to do this one and then let's come over here and I'll get this one. And you're in this archway and we're good. Yep. There's, there's no, no branches growing out of you. Uh, mm. And then also like hands and where to put hands. Cause sometimes okay. it's just like disembodied arms, like fingers <laughs> coming out. I'm like, like I should have told them something, yeah, uh, or given like, some it, sort of they direction. They would have just put their hand in their pocket. Oh, mm-hmm. I am the pocket like queen. When I, I, I was gonna say, yeah, this last <laughs> wedding that I helped you with, <laughs> you were just like, okay, and uh, dad, now pocket. put your hand in your pocket. Yep, <laughs> hand in the pocket now. <laughs> yep, no, I am, and, and my grooms of, I've had them literally tell their groomsmen before, like, if you don't put your hand in your pocket, she's gonna yell at you. Like, just keep your hands in your pockets. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, if your hands out of your pocket, it looks like a disembodied, like, it doesn't look right. Put it in your pocket. 
pocket. It looks good. I yeah. promise. <laughs> I'm not just being yeah. a weirdo. Or your neighbor's pocket. That also right? works. Like just someone's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and That's also cute. like realizing guys when they have a lot of stuff in their pockets uh-huh. and like uh-huh. going back, move it. We could have prevented this. So mm-hmm. now I'm always like, take stuff out of your pockets. Take it out of your pockets. Get yep. them out. <laughs> you don't need your phone. You don't need your keys. Weird We're not going anywhere. Weird places yeah. don't look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. And they always like try to put them in their jacket pocket. And then it's just like weird bulges right. on their chest. I'm like, you don't, <laughs> you don't need all these things. Why are you, why are you carrying your vape right now? You're not going to be vaping in <laughs> this photo. <laughs> anyway it's yeah but yeah man there's it, it's that's one of the things that i really love about uh about taking educational courses and things because even if it's something that i've heard a thousand times um like i, I recently did um a uh, like a image critique thing and uh and they were going through as uh erica and lanny mann from two man studios and they were going through like critiquing people's photos and it was super fun we definitely need to do something like that in our facebook group that'd be that'd be fun because they do like drinks and critiques and that is totally on brand for us yeah yeah uh, but they were going through stuff and they were talking about like, uh, like framing in, like looking for the, the, the highlights of the background and then framing your couple highlights so that their shadows will like pop in the highlights. I was like, I've heard that over and over again. And I try to think that, but it's not something that just like comes automatically whenever I'm walking around with a couple. And I'm like, okay, let's go do this or let's do that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm trying to work on is taking a little bit of time. Um, I mean, my engagement sessions usually last between an hour and a half and two hours or yeah, more, yeah. depending on how much fun we're having and, oh, yeah. uh, and how many like, locations. Oh, you're so to. cute. Just one more, just one yeah. more, like 15 later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but I still, I still feel like, uh, like I have to give them their money's worth where it's like, I have to be taking photos this entire time. Like if we're walking from one block to the next downtown, like I got to take photos of this or I have to do this thing or what there. We can't just like talk. I can't take, you know, 30 seconds to just kind of scan to find the best spot. I want to just like, okay, let's, uh, here, let's just stand here. We'll take this photo. Um, and I, I think that's, I I think that's kind of like rooted in, uh, insecurity of, you know, I, I want to provide good quality and, uh, and I've had so many couples over the years, especially starting off, uh, when I was a, a lower, lower budget photographer where they were, uh, they were more focused on, how many photos am I going to get? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is, you know, it's, it's an hour session, you know, do I get 50 photos? Am I going to get a hundred? Can I get 200? Can I have all the photos that you take? And then I choose which ones that I want. And, uh, and I think a lot of that is still there uh, in, in places um, For sure. where, where like, as I'm, as I'm going through a session, I don't always stop 
and take time to find the best place to put them in the room or to find the best, uh, like even, even on a wedding day, like bride putting on her earrings, you know, sometimes I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'll just shoot where you are and it's dark, but whatever I'll, you know, change my, uh, change my shutter speed. It'll be a little slow, whatever. Instead of just saying, Ooh, Hey, before, before you do this, can you come over here? Like stand by this window or let's go, stand over here where it's a little bit better light uh, and it'll look really awesome whenever you're and uh, and they don't they don't care because like one they want good photos and two it's it's like two seconds to to take a couple steps across the room into good light Uh, and I know when I was getting married I and again I was barely into photography like legit at, a, at that time and my photographer was like "Ooh, let's use this window light when you're like putting on your shoes and your earrings and stuff and I was like why am I staring out of a window like this is weird mm-hmm. okay. and then I got the pictures back and I was like oh, okay I see I see what you were doing there and now I'm a photographer at home I'm like okay like I definitely get it but I <laughs> You know, but like most people aren't thinking that, like they aren't thinking, let me go stand in front of a window so the light is even on my face. And so we can get this really nice shadow behind, you know, like, and just taking the time to think about that can really change images for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being intentional uh, can like transform uh, the quality of your photos. It's, it's amazing how just a couple of seconds of like focus and intention can take, um, uh, you know, pretty orange looking, uh, like flat light of putting on an earring, getting ready, whatever, you know, buttoning up the back of her dress in bad lighting, then, moving over to an area or just like opening a window and then uh just like that couple seconds of of changing a little bit uh which i know like the like tried or the 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 true um uh photojournalists would not do that because you don't like you don't even move a water bottle um but that is definitely not me. Like yeah, I am, I am totally yeah. cool with throwing away trash. Oh, uh, I move everything. I like mm. go in and like rearrange rooms sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh, I move so much furniture. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially, I'm, like, I'm gonna move this couch. If anybody wants to help, it's fine. But if not, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially for guys, because guys usually have like some small room that's <laughs> dark. And there's no furniture. Or there's too much furniture. Or there's too much furniture. Or Or there's like a storage room. Yeah. 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 And it's just uh, because I'll usually like take the guy out of their dressing room and like, all right, let's just let's take this chair out into the hallway. Yeah. And then I'll shoot some some getting ready photos. You know, you're putting on your shoes sitting in this chair and it's in the hallway and that's not where you got ready, but it looks much better than this cluttered room with, you know, some football game in the background casting blue light everywhere. Oh. It's like, we don't, we don't need this right now. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we've thought about uh, different, different things from uh, like continuing your education. Um, yeah. And 
Yeah, I'm pretty much always learning either yeah. like from second shooting with someone or um, from doing like online classes or I'm like, uh, you know, just like looking up little articles or something. I think it's important to always kind of be open to learning more things because yeah. the second you think mm-hmm. you're all that, that's exactly. what that's yeah. when you crash and burn, baby. So uh-huh. don't do that. Yeah. You're never, you're never all that. You're not, you're never too big to learn. Exactly. Uh, which I love second shooting now. Oh, um, it's so much fun. It's so, yeah, it's great. Um, I had never second shot. And just like shoot and then be done. <laughs> Right. That's yeah. also but, my time because I can take time to be that like creative or like watch for a specific totally. moment or like I can mm. take a little bit more time to be intentional when I'm not the main shooter at yeah. a wedding or something like that. And it's like, oh, it's I noticed this one pressure little- on you. Yeah. Or like, yeah. oh, I noticed this one thing and it like really was great. Maybe I can try to watch for a moment like that in another wedding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that's been really great for me. Yeah. In second shooting, you learn different things. Uh, Cause like I, I never got the opportunity to second shoot starting off. Uh, mm-hmm. No one would, uh, yeah. would take a chance on me or give me the opportunity. Even whenever I was like, I'll do it for free. Like, I just want to come learn. I'll, I'll give you all the photos. Like I don't even have to post these on my website, whatever. And I, I, no one would let me. Um, so I, I had shot like 120, 130 weddings on my own before I ever second shot. And then whenever I did, I was like, this is great. Like, I love this. I have so much freedom and like, I'm doing what the, the lead photographer is telling me, but I also have freedom in like what you were saying, Allison, of like, you know, I, I was just like, I had time to notice this thing where I wasn't like, okay, timeline and we need to do this. And then I have this thing next and I need to go do this thing. Yeah. Uh, Cause sometimes while you're second shooting, there's a little, there's breaks where it's night, you know, we've already done this. I can kind of look for uh, more details or reactions of people during the ceremony mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but also second shooting for other people. I have learned things in, in ways uh, that they do things that are a little bit different or the way that they direct people. I'm like, okay, yeah, I like that. Like that's, Similar to what I do, but it's a little different. Or um, you know, it's it's interesting because you get to see other people working. Um, and I've I've second shot for people who are you know they're just a couple years into the business, and I've second shot for people who are you know 15 years in the business, uh, and learned from pretty much every time that I've second shot with someone. And, yeah. Uh, I would say I learned something every time I shoot with someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely something uh, that I enjoy and I feel like um, you can get to a place, uh, especially if you have a couple hundred weddings under your belt where you're like, now, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna second shoot. Like, I need to be the primary. I know Mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Um, But if you have a free weekend and you can like go help out a friend and, 
and you you might even learn something um, yeah. and that's yeah. i mean that wasn't a planned thing but that's that kind of ties into continuing education like it's yeah. it's a completely different uh different place it might be a different venue than you've ever shot at before and you're learning stuff about that venue or a different uh a different market in a larger city where you're like okay weddings here are different like you know yeah. they spent 30 grand on their florals and uh and this photographer is spending a lot of time taking photos of all the florals because they yeah. dropped a lot of money on this yeah. yeah um where some smaller weddings it's like okay five hundred dollars maybe um and that's not as important to them and uh yeah it's it's interesting uh just all the things that you can just continually be learning yeah as you're going through for sure i try pretty much every time i see anyone that i know or in like facebook groups which if if you didn't know for people watching slash listening there are like a ton of facebook groups and wherever you live all over the u.s and i'm sure abroad as well um that just posts like hey i need a second for this weekend or hey i need an assistant for this and if i'm free i put my name in i'm like i don't even care I'll figure it out. And mm -hmm. like most of the time it ends up working out for me and I end up learning something really cool or like getting to work with someone I've never been able to work with before or being like making a really great friend or like meeting a vendor that I really like, which oh, is yeah. like super cool. So I just, I, you know, if you have the time and you have the opportunity, I say just put your name in the ring and see what happens. Cause that's definitely benefited me more times than it hasn't. Yeah. I'd say for sure. For sure. Yeah. I think that's our conversation on, uh, continued education. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for being on the show, Allison. Of course. Happy to be yeah. here. Yeah. So, um, we do a little uh, what we're loving um, segment of the show uh, at the end. So we just kind of talked about uh, you know, shows, books, whatever. Could be, could be food. Um, could be anything that you are loving right now. Um, Rachel, why don't you go first? What are you loving? I was trying to come up with things that are different. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been like the same for the last three weeks <laughs> but um so i'm just gonna list off a couple of things a couple of different things that i'm loving okay so um so i am loving um avocado uh everything bagel toast um mm. i i take an everything bagel i smear a bunch of avocado on it do a little hemp seed action do a little lemon or lime action on it you know oh. Tasty. so good yeah so good. that's so good it's very good um i am um i'm loving my um my nails <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know um i get my nails done as my like thing for myself and i go to a girl who's like she does like specialty stuff um, so if you're in the Brian Call Station area, you need to look up Tyler Arita, which it's Nails by Ty. I mean, just just go to my stories. You'll see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, every few weeks or so, she's getting tagged in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does amazing things. Um, and um, what else am I loving? I'm trying to think of what else I have been doing. Um, 
I think that's probably like it for me because oh Riverdale I've been watching Riverdale <laughs> it's yep. a, a child's show but I don't care <laughs> well I'm not child uh, it's a it's a teenage show teen 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 young young adult yeah young adults yes yeah yeah and it's I mean it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but I love it (laughs) every season gets like a little more yeah I don't know what to do with this information but here I am still yeah yeah I just ended the uh uh gargoyles whatever the whatever that, that season so yeah, I think I have one more season to go before I'm done. Yeah, I haven't watched the most recent season that dropped on Netflix. But yeah, I think that's I've the last season that I have. I was super surprised that uh, Chad Michael Murray is on it, and he does a real good job. And I like <laughs> last Chad episode. Michael Murray is still looking good. He took his shirt ago. off this last episode, and I was like. Well, hello there, John Michael Murray. How are you today? <laughs> he was hot in the early 2000s. He's I was like, hot. this is a nice improvement <laughs> from uh, even hot, you know, One Tree Hill, John Michael Murray. Oh. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, I approve. <laughs> Seinfeld <laughs> approve. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, uh, what I'm like. <laughs> Sorry. Sweet. <laughs> Oh, that's what I was going to say was my thing. Ugh. I started listening. Say it now. To it. We'll, we'll edit it in. <laughs> <laughs> I started listening to uh, Literally by Rob Lowe. And it's his new podcast. And he had the first episode come out. Oh. Yes. It's literally called Literally. It's called Literally <laughs> by Rob Lowe. <laughs> So good. Okay, I'm gonna and, go. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna subscribe right now. Yep. And he, um, so uh, Chris Pratt is his first, the first episode, and they were talking about that the the redo or whatever that they did. And Chris was like, I like, he's like, when I was on Parks and Rec, he was like, a lot of what I did was improv. He, he said, I lived seven minutes away from the studio. I was always like ten to fifteen minutes late, <laughs> and that he uh, he never like memorized his lines. <laughs> He always just like read through it and then just went for it. And every time that they had like some sort yeah. of like his comedy was so physical that he was like, I know they have a budget to pay for all this stuff. So he said like whenever they would go, they did the episode where him and Rob Lowe were in the grocery store in, in Whole Foods that he just was like tearing stuff up because he was like, whatever, they'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but he said oh, when man. they when they did the the thing um, that he, they had to send him all this stuff and that he had to set up everything himself and he was like I it was work he was like I was not I was not expecting to have to do that much work <laughs> so it was really funny <laughs> but yeah no it's really good that's great so um, okay low is- oh I I really needed yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go listen to it right now. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, so I know what I'm doing whilst editing today. Uh huh. Yes, it's one of my favorite deleted scenes from Parks and Rec is whenever the Kim Kardashian uh, come on her back. That one, (laughs) yes, the comeback story. Oh, uh, anytime that I hear someone say anything about a comeback story, I'm just like, yeah. like Kim Kardashian. And yeah, like uh, Audrey Plaza slaps him afterwards. Is, yes. Is, oh, it's so good. Uh, but 
<laughs> not joke wise, but like just his physical comedy was when he was like jumping over that uh, like front desk and stealing the, oh, the eagle uh, pin briefcase. Yes. Oh my and god! Then, <laughs> breaks the light switch. Yeah, and then Ben's like, "We don't, we don't need that. Let's go." He just like throws it and then breaks the light switch. He's yes. like. They yeah, talk about that too. Props can fix. He talks yes, about that on the podcast. And he was like, this. that was not written in. I just did that. And yeah. Rob was like, he's like, that was somebody's real briefcase that I grabbed. And so Rob <laughs> was like, we don't don't do that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then jumping over and knocking over the computer. <laughs> yes. Physical comic is the best. I love it. it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, so yeah. Sweet. What are you loving, Allison? Ooh, okay. Um well, I love Red Bull. Obviously, I'm drinking one currently. Um mm-hmm. the summer edition of Red Bull that came out recently is watermelon. It's super, super oh, good. It. it tastes mm. like a Jolly Rancher. Oh, okay. okay. It's like super sweet and excellent. Love it. Every time I find it at like a gas station, I buy two or four. Um, (laughs) um, Let's see. I just finished um, Roswell, New Mexico season two. That's a great show. Um, Not to be confused with the Roswell from like the 90s. I was literally about to say, is that the Um, one from the 90s? Because I remember that one. I think it's a similar premise. I haven't okay. seen the 90s one, but my friend no, told me it's really good. So yeah, the 90s one I'll is good. Be, I'll be watching that. Um, but it's done by the CW, and so if you are a fan of Vampire Diaries, um, half the cast, or the originals, which is way better than Vampire Diaries. <laughs> um, you know how I feel about that. Um, like they- half of the cast is from either of those. Really? Who else in it? The CW loves to reuse the same people and I'm here for it because I already love them. Yeah. Who from Originals is in it? Um, Okay, so from Originals, uh, the guy that plays Jackson, the werewolf. Yeah. um, Oh, okay. He's one of the main characters. Um, And then the guy that plays Tyler um, in Vampire Diaries. Oh, wow. And um, I'm wondering what happened to him. He kind of like disappeared for a while. Yeah, and then the girl that plays Freya. Oh, she's okay. Also, okay. Um, it's interesting. I like it. It's about like aliens and I uh, New Mexico. <laughs> okay, next on my list. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's super good. Also, is it kind of like a like a drama type show? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah, it's it's basically like Roswell is, you know, like a high energy alienish place and it's known for mm. its aliens and then you might meet some aliens and like what goes on with those aliens mm. and what's the history yeah. of the town. Okay. Gotcha. That kind I'm of. always interested in aliens in Roswell. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of aliens, this is what wasn't something I was planning on hitting, but here we go. <laughs> There's a documentary about Bob Lazar on Netflix, um, and he okay. worked at S4, which is um, in Nevada, kind of out by Area 51, mm-hmm. and he basically like worked yeah. on spaceships. I think and, I remember hmm. this. Yes, we wanted to he watch was really, it. He came out in the late 80s, early 90s, and was, like, talking about his The whistleblower type of thing. 
yeah, yeah. and I thought he was like super out there and they were like nah you're fake uh but anyway netflix recently within the past few months i think dropped a documentary pretty interesting check it out okay okay if you like conspiracy theories like me, it's a, it's a cool one to look at. Um, also, The Great on Net, on Hulu um, that oh, has so Elle Fanning cool. in it and um, I love her. Nicholas Holt. Hilarious. Oh, it's yeah. Catherine the Great and Peter whatever he yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's hilarious and raunchy and gross and shocking <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to say that it is a lot of things and it's awesome it's like a it's a different kind of humor than I'm used to but uh, it's still like really interesting I like it a lot it looked interesting I saw a few promos for it oh it's um, great where it looked like not quite spoof but uh, but kind of like, like more humor, Irish. like humor history. Yeah, it's uh, not like fictional history. Accurate. Yeah, it's not entirely yeah. accurate, and they even joke about that. Like they're like the great kind of historically sort of accurate sort of. <laughs> um, but it's they like joke about a lot of things like in history that are like kind of true or like maybe true, but we don't know. So they're just gonna joke about it in like a satirical, ironic kind of way, which is. Okay beautiful mm-hmm. um and last but not least i've been doing a lot of planting lately i usually am not into plants but uh i went and bought a bougainvillea plant oh uh, oh yeah and it's <laughs> i love it. it reminds me of my grandma because she has a lot of bougainvilleas mm-hmm. um, so that is my current baby nice. yeah, i love it cool how about nice. you John? that's awesome yeah my mom loves bougainvilleas and uh I don't actually know what they look like, but I have heard her talk about that plant over and over again. Um, <laughs> they like little bush-looking things, and they have leaves that can be, like, pink or purple or, like, a orangey color. And then the flowers okay. are just, like, little white little baby flowers, and they're really cute and pretty. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think I, I, think I know exactly what you're talking about now because uh, my mom has had some – kind of bougainvillea since i was a kid yeah uh, she's always talking about those because uh, she's done some some floral stuff uh in the past um but okay so um uh, let me see what am i loving um the uh the last couple episodes of um patriot act uh with uh Hassan Minhaj mm-hmm. he's uh he's got some good stuff uh about uh voting and about uh filing taxes and stuff okay. um it doesn't sound fun but he he does it in a very fun way and like the graphics are really cool with like the the surround you know he's he's shooting it in a studio now uh yeah. now that it's awesome. not like can't have an audience so it's a little bit different but um but it still has like uh kind of feel and uh i don't know it's it's good i like it awesome. uh, and he's he's great and uh not afraid to uh to take on 
some some tough topics that uh, might get some pushback. Uh, he's been threatened by leaders of other countries because of uh, things that he's said about them. Uh, so that's been interesting. Um, but yeah, that's on Netflix. And then, um, ooh, uh, Knives Out. Okay. Oh, that movie. I have not finished it yet. Chris and I started watching it. We've got a little bit longer uh, to go, but I, uh, it's good. It's kind of it's really like good. a Clue vibe, you know? Yes, yeah. it's very much like Clue, kind like of a, a whodunit. Yeah. And uh, murder mystery, uh, lots of twists, um, okay. lots of fun things. Um, it's very fun. And all of the like famous people in it make it even more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what's his name? Chris. He's one of the Chris's, right? Evans? Chris Pine. Evans. Yes. Captain America. Right. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's in it. I love his character, and just yeah. like super douchey and like, like yeah. whenever from I feel like what I'm used to him being. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like whenever everyone is just like. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a scene you'll see it. Um, it's it's great with everyone around, and uh, he's just kind of telling everyone off. It's it's really good. Um, but yeah, so I I really love that movie. Um, my wife and I rented it like back when it first uh, came out on like Redbox, um, and it was really good. We enjoyed it. We actually watched it twice before we took it back the next. Um, and, um, uh, but it's on Amazon prime or prime video or whatever they call it. Really? Uh, yes. so yeah. And it's really good. Um, Oh, what's the, what's the detective's name? He was, uh, he was bond. Oh, yeah, uh, he sure was. Um, uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Uh, I don't Craig know. Daniels. I just, nope. I just can't stop thinking about Jamie Lee Curtis. So, Oh yeah. She did a fantastic job. And yes. I love her. Yeah. And- Yes. Excellent in every way. Oh yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Daniel Craig. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Craig, Craig Daniels is not it. That's uh is a writer on the office. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Craig. Uh he was or is is he still Bond? No. Have idea. they changed to a new Bond now? No idea. I don't I know if they're gonna do a female Bond now. Um I don't I know. But He's been a Bond, uh, I think Casino Royale. Was, yeah, I think that sounds right. But his, like, Kentucky Fried accent. Oh, oh yes. it's so good. So good. So good. Like, at first I was like, oh, what are you doing? No, this, is, this isn't good. And then halfway through the movie, I was like, yeah, he, he couldn't have done this better. It's, yeah. it's very, like, foghorn leghorn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yep. very, very southern kind of talking. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> You do that good too, John. Well, thank you. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. Um, But yeah, so uh, go check out that. It's a it's a really fun movie, especially if you like kind of murder mystery, whodunit, uh, yeah, semi suspenseful, but also really funny. Uh, There's a lot of good humor in it. Um, So yeah, that's that's what I'm loving. Nice. Cool. Sweet. Okay, so before we sign off, where can people find you? What are you doing? Where can people go to follow you, see more of this Allison that we've been talking to? 
Yeah. Um, let's see. I am on the Instagram. Um, and my website is a bolin photography bolin is b-o-l-i-n um like let's go bolin bolin as everyone likes to say um so a bolin photography you can find me wherever uh i'm on facebook i if you're in texas come hit me up let's hang out let's do the thing um yeah i i guess i think that's it i don't know yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. It was super fun. I loved it. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll see y'all again next week. Cool. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Light and Dark Podcast. You can join us next week live on Facebook in our Light and Dark Photography Podcast group by heading to lightdarkco.com slash join FB or by searching Facebook for Light and Dark Photography Podcast. I'm Rachel Driscoll and you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Driscoll. And I am John Mansfield and you can find me on Instagram at allheartphoto. The Light and Dark podcast is recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. You can find the show notes with all the things at lightdarkco.com slash podcast. This podcast was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme is by the talented John Isaac. Thanks for listening. Bye. Maybe I'll just leave it down there. Does that work? I mean, it's oh. the best audio when it's down there. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you, though. <laughs> okay. Oh, there we go. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. Much better. Let's fix this guy. Oh. Okay. I feel like I'm in your mouth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what I was aiming for. That's what I'm always wanting. You know, that's the kind of audio you want. <laughs> Just right there. Yeah, that um, is actually one of the reasons why I bought this microphone. Because it had that tagline, your listeners will feel like they're in your mouth. <laughs> uh, allowed to give you a 100% satisfaction rating. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll email <laughs> Road and just be like, hey, your microphones work. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> also, I have a new tagline for you. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's... Royalties. It'll be yes. great. Mm-hmm. And they can do, like, they can make a... Income, baby. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Not a slogan machine. <laughs> Oh. Man, that's what I need to do. I just need to come up with slogans for people. <laughs> it's like that, um, what was that movie with uh, Ray Liotta where he was, uh, like he did jingles for for commercials? Ooh. Karina Karina. That's that's okay. it. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> don't have Both to of us are like, Wow. Hmm. Okay. It was good. It was a good I'll take it. I'm like trying to the last time I watched it with Ray Liotta in it. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, I'm gonna look this up. It may not be Ray Liotta. Know what I'm thinking about? about it. Uh, uh, there's like some yeah. other like show or something well, that someone uh, is two, yeah, right? Two, Ray Liotta. Two and a half men. There we go. Yeah, two and a half men. He he writes singles. Yes. Okay, yeah. that might be what I was thinking of. Mm. Wait, does um, Charlie Sheen write jingles, or is yeah. it the uh, no. okay? Charlie Sheen writes jingles on Two and a Half Men. Okay. The other one's a chiropractor. Duh. Oh, always says he's a doctor, and <laughs> Charlie Sheen says you're not a real doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quit calling. Wow, yourself. I know too much. I was like, wow, it sounds like I know a lot of information about this show, but I don't think I've watched it since like 2007, 2008. <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah, I I feel like I watched the first season, maybe. And then something happened where it just like it fell off my radar. Yeah, I watched it sporadically as it was on. So I've never mm-hmm. watched it like, all the way through. It's a great one to just like turn on, you know? It's one of the, yeah. one, it was one of the last like, you know, those sitcoms like that, you know, like at least that I paid attention to. Yeah. Well, wasn't it um, Ashton Kutcher on that at one point? Yeah. I think that's around the time I stopped watching it. He okay. came on after Charlie Sheen left, he replaced Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Oh, after the scandals and things. Mm-hmm. Correct. That All is those Charlie Sheen. And then when, uh, whenever the little half man, mm-hmm. Jake, turned into a full man. Yeah. yeah, he got old and then it was weird. Yeah, yeah like that. we can't call you a half man anymore. Well, I think he also like wouldn't do a lot of the jokes because he like became like really religious and oh. like these that's not the greatest are... show for that yeah. <laughs> yeah but he'd been in it since he was like a little kid you know so i think he, mm-hmm. yeah so it kind of like went and mm. then <laughs> hey at least i had a good run on, like you know tmz or something so you know it's legit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with the guy that's just like leaning on a cubicle with his uh-huh. iced coffee and he's just yeah and then and then what happened and like he does nothing yeah. uh-huh. I, I don't yeah that's it mm-hmm. Tell me he more. Has, mm-hmm. okay. what did you do while you were tailing these uh celebrities <laughs> and i was sitting here drinking more iced coffee everything um yeah it's been years since i have seen any tmz yeah i, I remember that guy <laughs> I think his face is like plastered into everyone's mind. Just, yeah, just right there, just in case you need mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what channel that was, why it was on. It would just oh, it, like TMZ would pop up after yes. some show. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, was it like a okay. segment or something? Yeah, they would like yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about what they were gonna write or something, or like what the scoop was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was like gossip column on TV. Yeah, and I never intentionally went to that. It just always happened to right. get on my TV somehow. Yeah. yeah, and then you're just too lazy to find the change remote, it. and you're like, and change huh, it. Yeah, I'm like, interested in finding out the gossip yeah. about what's happening. That's I guess I'll see what Mila Kunis is doing these days. I don't know. <laughs> she have a baby? Okay, cool. Also, Mary Dashton Kutcher. Full circle. Full circle. I did that on purpose. I Not still really. like that. <laughs> you what? I, 
I do like them as a couple. I like, yeah, I love them as a couple. They're sweet. They're cute. Yeah, they're one of my favorite celebrity couples. Uh, I think Kristen and Dax. Yeah, oh, I was Kristen and Dax Kristen. for sure. Dax are <laughs> the goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to be her crying over a sloth. I want to be excited about something. I know. Yeah, I am definitely not that excited about anything. Well, okay. So I was she, like, I want to. I want to feel that. Yeah. Just on uh, Justin Long's podcast, you know, because Justin Long and Dax and Kristen are good friends, and she. Yeah, yeah. He just I'm finishing up the episode actually. Um, but she was talking about that, uh, or he brought it up and she was talking about it. And she was like, the reason it was so overwhelming was like, obviously I wanted to meet a sloth. Cause that was like, you know, a thing I wanted to do, but mm-hmm. like, I uh, like, I, that made me realize that Dax had to talk to our business manager and at least make three phone calls because he had to get in, like special insurance to have a wild animal on our property, like bring them to our property. And she like went into all this stuff and she was like, so that's why I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> She's like, he went out of his way to like make my dream come true. And I was like, uh-huh. I love you more now. <laughs> uh, I love their relationship because they're like, super i don't know they're they're like super romantic but in a different way yeah like, like they a, do things like, like that too. yeah way yeah. but then they also bicker and like i don't know one of my favorite uh things that i've seen them do together was on ellen where yes they did like the blindfold thing and they had to like that. uh with the food and then she would have to describe what she was tasting and then <laughs> And then uh, Dax was uh, also blindfolded, and she was like, um, it's, uh, it's like an after-dinner snack. And he was like, uh, what? And the, like, she's just going like on. And, uh, yeah, it was a Cheeto. <laughs> and then he, she was like, it's like, it's like, it's like finger-shaped, and, uh, and, and it's kind of orange. And he was like, carrots, I don't know. What are you eating after dinner? Bleed it after dinner. What's and like? And then he's just like, you know, you put it on a hot dog or a hamburger. She's like ketchup. He's like, yeah, next. And he, he's just like describing them right away. And like, you can yeah, her totally descriptions were so, so interesting, good. and I loved it because I would definitely be that person. Oh yeah, I, I'm the the worst at like Pictionary or um, or what's the one. Um, where you mime things? Oh, uh, not categories. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! Charades. Charades. There we go. Yeah. yeah, it's like I just kept thinking somebody, of like the headbands. Like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. was yelling at the at their radio right there at the radio. <laughs> I know what we're all just <laughs> we're like do 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 do. Welcome back to eighty-eight point one with the Light and Dark podcast. <laughs> Mm. Look at that. That's because of the microphone. uh, Because of the mouth the mouth noise. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Okay, so we're supposed to be talking about (laughs) (laughs) Uh, celebrities and (laughs) gossip. Yes. <laughs> y'all didn't know y'all were getting a gossip episode. We're the new TMZ, baby. <laughs> yes. oh, I like that. We should we should we should do that. <laughs> no. Wait. Um, oh wait, never mind. <laughs> okay. 
I was like, oh, that's our initials. None of, none of us. <laughs> not, a, not a single one. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Um, oh, man. Good stuff. Good. 